Hi, welcome to the Three Dog Podcast. Today's practice is going to focus on backbending, which may seem like a circus trick, but it's more about opening the front of the body and strengthening the posture muscles in the body. So what we're going to do is start in child's pose with your arms at your sides, if you can. And if you need to outstretch your arms in front of you, you can do that as well. But with the arms tucked back by your sides, I'm going to let the shoulders fall forward. So we're going to start with the exact opposite of a back bend. Just curling in the fetal position to check in and notice what's going on with the back side of your body. Our favorite yoga teacher is a the three dog, Leslie Kamenoffi. It's a great term for it. We're frontists. We know what's going on in the front of our body. I've heard it said all of life happens from the front of our body. But it's the back side of our body that allows us to stand upright, to feel balanced and strong. A few moments where you breathe into your back. If you notice any tender spots, send a bit more breath there in a way that helps them to smooth out. So often when we find a spot of tension in our body, it becomes something to work against to get rid of. Another way to look at it is that it's something to be taken care of, something to be soothed. You let your breath do that work. With your next inhale, you're going to float up to hands and knees for cat and cow poses. Round and arch the spine. So the cat taking on more of that child's pose, rounding. And then the cow beginning our work of back bend. One principle here that we want to use is the grounding of hands and feet. In this case, it's the tops of your feet, which a little unusual. We usually ground the bottom. You're pressing the top of your feet into the floor. You're pressing the inner ring of knuckles on your hands into the floor, which is allowing your movement to be supported. And then you add the work of your abdominals. So every time we pull up into a cat pose, you're drawing your navel towards your spine. And every time we pull into the cow pose, we go long. The lower abdominals also draw in, not quite as pronounced as the cat, but definitely that sling of abdominals that runs between your hip points, supportive of your low back and hips as you work on drawing your thoracic spine long. 
And the thoracic spine is the spine that runs through your rib cage. One more round, cat and cow. We'll move back into a center line pause here. You're going to slide your right hand forward a good distance, as far as you can, and still remain steady in your left. And then sit your right hip back towards your left heel. So you're taking your hips not just back, but across, moving the stretch of the right side body. Not so much that it hurts, just enough to send your breath in there, comb through your ribs. Inhale, come back to center, hands and knees. Then you'll switch sides. Left hand will go forward as far as it goes comfortably. And then sit your left hip back toward your right heel. Inhale, come back to center, hands and knees. If you'd like to take a round of cat-cow to move through anything that got stirred up by the side bends, you do that. And then we'll turn toes under, lift up to down dog. And take a few breaths to just arrive. Press your hands down, press your feet down. If you can, be still. And in that stillness, if you notice something that needs to change, right, go ahead and make that change. So pinpointing what it is that, that could be more at ease, more spacious by paying attention. It's going to be a better long-term strategy than simply moving about, which is our, our usual tendency here is to just start moving. For instance, uh, tight shoulders or tight hips, and the moving feels good. But maybe your arms should be a little wider. Maybe your feet should be a little wider. Maybe the pose should be a little longer. Once you've gotten to a comfortable place in the setup of the pose, now go ahead and move. Now let your breath start to pedal out your legs to twist your hips side to side, adding some rotation. So the movement itself is, is always good. It's not a problem. One thing it can do is mask the need to change the structure. Good rule for these poses, if we had any rules at all here is to first check out the structure, be sure that's solid. And then if you need to get things going through some gentle of rocking, you can do that too. You know, look forward to your hands and walk forward 
far as you can up toward your hands, bringing your feet together. Together might mean touching. It might mean that they're just close underneath you. You're going to bend your knees, send your chest forward into a halfway lift. Hands to your shins or the floor. You're looking to lengthen your spine out to the top of your head. And then exhale, fold down and in. Letting your head drop, back of your neck long. Press down into your feet. You're going to squeeze your legs and roll up to standing, slowly stacking your spine. You bring arms up overhead as you're reaching your arms. Let your shoulders stay soft. That could mean you reach your arms wide or you take your arms to cactus. Then as you exhale, hands back down through your center line, keeping the arms in close to make the fold easier on the low back. When you inhale, take a halfway lift again. Each time you come through this halfway lift, looking to extend a bit more. Plant your hands, step back to low push-up, chaturanga. This could be on your toes, this could be on your knees. You could also skip it all together if you prefer. Upward facing dog. Down dog, breathe all the way out. So if you ever want to skip that chaturanga, you would just press right back here to down dog and give a breath. We're going to look to our hands, walk or lightly hop as close to your hands as you can get. And then lift halfway flat back. And bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, reach up to standing mountain pose. As you reach your arms overhead, shoulders stay soft. That might mean arms wide or cactus. And bow forward, send your hips back, heart forward. And let your head drop. Press your feet down, draw your heart forward. Plant your hands, step back. Low push-up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. We'll look forward. Walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. Take one more round. Press your feet down and reach up to standing. And bow forward, bend at your knees. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. Low push-up, could be on your toes, could be on your knees. The upward facing dog, the same thing. You might even just use your knees to make that transition and then squeeze your legs to lift them. Down dog with your exhale. 
we'll pause here. Have a breath in. And let it out. On your inhale, you're going to take your right leg back behind you. Squeeze it tightly as you lift it. That helps support the low back by supporting the weight of the leg bones. And then as you exhale, come forward. We're going to again round the spine like cat. Chin towards your chest, nose towards your knee. If you can touch them, if you can kiss your knee, you do that. And then as you look forward, step into a low lunge. And with the low lunge, you'll rock back and forth. So that's bending and straightening your front knee, which may go all the way straight, may never go all the way straight, and that's fine. One thing to know about your knee is it was made to bend. And you certainly don't want to lock it. Keeping a soft bend, particularly if you are flexible enough to lock it, is a good idea. It keeps the muscles engaged. With your next exhale, you're going to come to the lunge. Be sure your front knee stacks over your ankle. Back knee comes down to the floor. You keep your toes tucked under if you like. We're going to come up to Anjaniasana, kneeling crescent. So it's a kneeling lunge, arms reach up. Bring your palms together here. And so when you look at the line of your arms, the hands stack over your sternum, over your heart. And then it's kind of like that, like a string attached to the center of your chest. Reach up through your hands as if you're pulling your chest up. And then with your rib cage lifting away from your hips, you might feel the front of your left thigh. Press your feet down. Stabilize. Lift your chest up. One more breath in. You might go for the back bend here. It might be early for that. When you exhale, take your hands to your mat. You step back to hands and knees and lower all the way down to the floor. When you arrive, your hands are at your lowest ribs. Elbows pull in. We take cobra. Press the tops of your feet down. Squeeze your legs. And when you exhale, we're going to release down slowly. See if you can take the whole exhale. Almost touch your nose to the floor, but not quite. And then again, you're going to peel up for cobra. Pull your elbows back. And then exhale, release down slowly. Two more. Peel up for cobra. And release down slow. One more. Peel up for cobra. Back muscles slide down. So you think the back muscles are contracting toward your hips. And then releasing down slow. Almost touch your nose to the floor or the mat. Press your hands down. Pull your abdominals in to come up hands and knees. Then turn your toes under down dog. Just pause and feel your body. Send your breath into your back. Let your ribs spread wide. Empty out. Press your hands down and forward, your feet down and out. 
you can squeeze your left leg, take it up behind you. When you exhale, fold your knee in towards your chest. Bring your knee to your nose, press your hands down, and we'll step. Low lunge. You have that little rock back and forth to get things opening up. So for those of us on the West Coast, this is a uh, 6.15 class that we're working with. We've got East Coast, 9.15, you may not need as many of, of these warm-ups as we do. And certainly if you're doing this in uh, somewhere like Kazakhstan or Zimbabwe, you might be doing it any, any other time of day. But the idea of gliding through these lunges, even if it's not first thing in the morning, gives you some information on how the body is moving. Bring your back knee down. Exhale, climb up to your front thigh. And then Anjaniasana, arms up overhead. And your hands together. Directly over your sternum. Squeeze your arms in. And it's like there was a string attached to your thumbs that's drawing your sternum up. Anchor your feet down to be able to go up more. As you go up, you may feel the space to go back. Check in with your neck so that it's not just your chin tilting up. In fact, keep your chin level. Heart up, breathe in. When you exhale, hands to your mouth. And step back, hands and knees lower to the floor. We're gonna work with high cobras here. You'll slide your fingertips out to the floor outside your mat. Peel up. Then release down slow. Almost touch your nose, but not quite. And then again, peel up. And again, you roll down slow. Two more, peel up. And release down. One more, peel up. And release down, slowly slide your hands in. Same idea, hands press down, abdominals lift in. You go to your knees, then your toes, and down dog. Have a breath here, spread your ribs, especially the back and the sides. When you breathe out, press your hands down and forward, squeeze your arms in. Press your feet down and out. Hip creases up. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop to the top of your mat. And breathe in to lift halfway, flat back. And then breathe out, fold down and in. 
You're gonna take chair pose, Utkatasana, sit your hips back, lift your chest up, your hands could come to heart center or cactus, they could reach up at a diagonal, keep shoulders soft. With your exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, walk your feet apart, just hip distance. Then you'll step your right foot back, keep your knee lifted, press into your feet, abdominals in, you're going to come up to high lunge, high crescent. You could go again with the hands together, arms pressing in, as you're working that, you're sure to have your arms in front of your face, and your neck long, head level, so that your neck is free. Gazes straight ahead. Other option here could be cactus arms. And in cactus arms, you're gonna get some back strengthening by pressing your elbows down. As if someone had their hands underneath your elbow points, they're pressing up, you're pressing into them, and that's giving you a little lift of your chest. Same idea as grounding your feet down to lift your chest up. So if you can, it's imagination station time. Press your feet down, press your elbows down. Lift your chest up. See if that can help you get into a little bit of a back bend. And you know, back bend is kind of a, a misnomer. You want to think back extension. Go up, lengthen, lots of space from your tailbone up through your neck, through your brain. And then when you exhale, hands to your mat. Low push up or down dog. Right, if you could use a breather, literally, down dog or child's pose, it's gonna be the best way to give yourself what you need. Make your way back to down dog. We'll meet up there, we'll have a breath in. Empty it out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to the hands. Press your feet down. Inhale to lift halfway. And exhale, fold down and in. And sit back, Katasana chair pose. Shoulders stay soft, arms can reach or stay close. Bow forward with your exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway. Flat back as you do, you walk your feet a little apart. And left foot back. Press both feet down, abdominals in as you reach up. To crescent. Again, if you like the hands pressing, do that in front of your eyes, in front of your face, and you squeeze the chest muscles in. If you prefer cactus arms, or you have space only for cactus arms, uh, cactus arms, bend your knee and back and let the bend of the back knee help you lift your abdominals. If you've got the cactus arms, press your elbows down. Both poses, press your feet down. As your feet press down, as your elbows press down, let your chest rebound up. You got space in your back. 
Imagine the vertebrae each lifting up away from the disc underneath it. And if you feel that it's not, pause, go back a step. Get to that place you feel light. Press your feet down, lift your chest up, maybe back. Can you still breathe? Get a breath in. And when you exhale, hands to your mat. Step back and breathe all the way out. Breathe in. And breathe out. Have a breath in. Let it go through your mouth. You'll look to your hands. Walk or lightly hop to the top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Each time you come to this halfway lift, you can get a little longer. Press the top of your head forward. And bow in, chest to thighs. Let your head drop. Press down into your feet. Roll slowly up to stand. Reach your arms overhead. And if there's no space for that, you take cactus arms. Bring your right arm down. Slide your right foot back. And catch your foot dancer. For the dancer today, cactus your left arm and again get that sense of your elbow pressing into someone's cupped palm. They're pressing up, you're pressing down. Just like your foot is pressing back and your hands pressing into your foot. A little bit of dynamic tension, having something to press against. Just like you press your foot into the floor to lift up. Add a breath in. And then as you exhale, release hands to heart, foot to mat. Pause here, get breath. On your inhale, you reach up or to cactus. And then left arm down and dancer. You press into your right foot. Cactus your left or right arm for today. Press your elbow down to lift your chest up, press your foot into your hand, hand into your foot to get that sensation of stringing a bow. It's another name for dancer, standing bow. The center of your chest, the sternum, the heart, the tip of the arrow, and aiming straight forward. Press your standing foot down, lift your chest. And then exhale, release, hands to heart, foot to mat, pause. Have a breath. As you inhale, reach up, mountain pose, could be cactus arms. It's always good if the space is small. Bow forward. I mentioned that because we do have podcast benders practicing on boats. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. I can't even imagine doing this on a boat. But, uh, breathe 
and then up dog. I'm pretty glad that the Coast Guard does yoga. Really glad the Coast Guard does yoga with us. Down dog, you empty out. When you inhale, come forward to a high plank. When you exhale, slowly down your knees to the mat, then your chest. That's a good way to go, especially to support your shoulder joints. We're going to then take the elbows out underneath the shoulders for stinks. So your forearms are parallel on the floor. Elbows are making right angles. You press your feet down, squeeze your legs. Draw your abdominals in. And we're creating what we call the blueprint for a backbend. Right? The anchoring of your feet and your arms. The squeeze of your legs, the lift of your abdominals. And then lengthening out of your spine. You know, bringing the attention to the back side of your body. That each vertebrae coming up from your low back is rising up all the way through your neck and through the top of your head. Breath in. And then we'll slowly release down all the way to the floor, turn a cheek to a comfortable side and rest. So these back bends from the prone position, the, the, the position on the belly, front side of the body. Right, start with Sphinx, and if Sphinx is enough for you, right, then you can keep it through these next few series that we do. Next pose will be Locust. So you have your arms at your sides. Let's go with palms down, your thumbs turned out to the sidewalls. Squeeze your legs, reach your toes back. And then as you lift your upper body, you're again thinking about length through your spine. So from your tailbone, dropping down toward the floor. It won't actually curl down toward the floor, but you draw your abdominals in to keep it from poking up. You squeeze your glute muscles to your hamstrings to steady that. Draw your heart forward, about like airplane pose, if you know that one. A little more intensity in your legs. You can bring your feet together. You're reaching your fingertips toward the wall behind you. Reach back so that your shoulder blades pull down towards your waist. Check in with your neck, space between those vertebrae. In back, with breath in. And when you exhale, release down and rest. Turn your cheek to a side. Feel the warmth of your back. Then you can stick with Locust. You can head back to Sphinx if that was a better choice for you. Or we take Bow. And a good way to start bow is bend your knees, reach your hands back, do your hands catch your feet easily without going too far into the back bend, without going into any back bend. If that's easy enough, if that's working for hips, shoulders, knees, then start to kick your feet into your hands and lift to the back bend. If catching your feet is not for you, 
It's not a problem. You go back to locust. You could do the locust with your arms behind you, clasping your hands. You could do the sphinx and really work on pressing the floor. If you've got bow, you work it like dancer. Press your feet into your hands. Press your hands back into your feet. Launch your chest forward. Lots of space between your vertebrae, especially at your low back. No deep hinging there. Long spine. When you exhale, release down slowly. Pause, let your body melt into the floor. The back side of your body, breathe. Slide your hands underneath your elbows. And again, we're coming for the floor, so we want to be really uh, supportive of the spine. Pull your abdominals in, hands press down, you go to hands and knees, and then back to down dog. Breath in. Breath out. We'll bring knees down to the mat about hip distance apart. If you'd like to pad your knees with something, you can do that. More importantly, press into the tops of your feet. So we're taking camel. You're going to stack your hips over your knees and then your shoulders over your hips. And that'll be our start position. Notice if your knees need something. If they do, help them out. Then arms at your sides. Palms turn forward like we did in locust. And you lift your chest up, lengthening your low back. Main focus here, low back and neck length in back. You might take your hands to your hips. Keep your legs squeezing in as if you had a block between them. The legs stay strong, chest stays light. If you want to take this all the way into fingertips to your heels, Arms outstretch. So it's kind of like bow. If, if your fingers reach your heels easily, great. Uh, then you lift your chest up and you get light in your low back. And feeling light in your low back can't be faked. It can't be forced. It either is or it isn't. So you get real honest with yourself. What are you doing? This is spine lengthening, chest opening time. Get those two things, it doesn't matter what this looks like. Have a breath in. And then slowly come up. And you sit your hips back to your heels for hero pose, which is you know, sitting on your shins. If you don't like that, you could take child's pose. For some of us, our knees just prefer child's pose. Just have a moment to let your body release that deep back bend. It's a deep back bend, even if you don't go so far, because we're backbending into gravity. And no matter how simple or low range of motion we go, it's still a lot of work for the body. And your body will tell you if you overdid it there. If it told you that, then it's time to rechart the course for the rest of today's practice and to know something for next time. Your next inhale, reach your arms out in front of you. 
Turn your toes under, we'll lift up to down dog. You'll look through your hands, walk or crawl to seated. Down onto your back for bridge. Most important thing on your bridge, what's going on at the ground? Press your feet down, press the back of your arms down, the back of your head down. Lift your tailbone up into your body. That's a, a result of your feet pressing down, your abdominals drawing in, and your glute muscles squeezing towards your hamstrings. So there's a, a spot between the glute muscles and the hamstrings called the gluteal fold. You're supporting that space of your body your legs and your hips meet so that you can lift your hips high. And then it's your arms and your head that create the back bend in the upper spine. So you press your arms down, press the back of your head down. See if you can get your shoulder blades off the floor. Feet connect to your hips, arms and head connect to your rib cage. Get breath in here. And then slowly release down. Pause at the floor. Have a breath. Take wheel with planting your hands beside your ears. And take this same way we did that pose. If planting your hands is not comfortable for your elbows or shoulders or wrists, go back to bridge. If it's comfortable enough to get your hands planted, then you work your way up into wheel, same way we worked into bridge. You add the layer of pressing your hands down to lift your body up. Be here for three breaths. Be sure you can get three breaths. Your next exhale, you'll come down slowly. Tuck your chin in from wheel, slide your head back. And then as you get to the floor, your feet together, knees apart, and slip to Baddha One thing to note here is your low back. For many of us, it'll be in a deep curve away from the floor. Try lifting your hips, sliding them toward your heels that curve get a little softer. So you melt the back side of your body into the floor, the front side of your body open. Spread across your collarbones with each breath. Shoulder blades get heavier. space across the front of your chest, receiving breath and that space around your heart. And bring knees together, hug them into your chest, so a little reversal of the back bends, tucking in. And take a little rock side to side or belly twisting pose. Like twisting pose, anchor your upper body, your shoulder blades, your arms. 
Let your knees fall side to side. Make our way back to center and let your hips get heavy to the floor. Draw your abdominals in. Take happy baby. Legs out to the side. You catch your shins. Maybe your feet. And slide your arms up as far as they go without lifting your shoulder blades off the floor. And without lifting your sacrum off the floor. So back body still melting in, still relaxed through your neck. You might rock across your hips. Making your way back to center, pause, and release into Shavasana. And certainly if you have any poses or stretches that will help you feel better in your rest. You can take those. When you're ready, do let your body come to stillness. Feel what's happening in your space. yourself a few moments to clear that space, to ready it for whatever is next. Not by preparing, but by clearing out, becoming open. Certainly, if you'd like to remain here, you do that. When you're ready to begin the day again, make your way up to seated. Pause to have a moment with yourself. We close each practice here by bringing our hands to heart center. Lifting your heart into your hands. 
taking an imprint of how it feels to be upright and open. Thumbs to forehead center, extending.